Hey everybody, you're listening to a brand new episode of Saul's Life with me, your host Saul, and I can't wait to bring on my next two guests. One you already know is Ross, uh, extremely prestigious and I'm always humbled to have him here. Uh, And I have another guest that I am always honored to have as well. And uh, I'd say he's a pretty important person, um, very uh, prominent here, and that is uh, Dr. Marvin Romero. So without further ado, as soon as we get back, I will bring you uh, my two guests and we'll get this uh, podcast rolling. And I'd like to welcome you guys back to uh, Saul's Life. And I'm joined by my main man, uh, Doc Marvin Romero. How you doing, buds? Going on, man. <laughs> Chilling. Um, just waiting for, uh, for Ross to join us here. He'll be on in a second. Um, but, uh, is, I mean, is that all right? I, I, I know we go way back, but, uh, you know, I, I, I just feel like you went to school, you know, for, for, for that prestigious title, man. So, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't really, how, uh, how do you feel about that? How do you feel about people calling you doctor? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> like I'm mixed, you know, like I, I used to like want people to like say it to me and, uh, and now I'm just like kind of, I don't know, I'm kind of over it. it. It kind of like has almost like a negative feeling to it now, you know, like people like Doc or I'm like, ah, you know, it kind of hurts when I hear it, you know, like, ah, God damn it. What? You know, <laughs> like, oh, no, why are they calling me? You know, um, oh, you mean so, like at work? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, but no, nah, I mean, I mean, you know, like I think I, I, I try to like think out of the box sometimes and I feel like just, you know, like I try not to wear my my profession, you know what I mean? Like I feel like not to sound all cheesy and new age or anything, but you know, I'm more of a person than I am my profession. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yo, what's up with this guy? <laughs> no, no, yeah, you know, I'm I'm me, bro. It's me, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Yo, be my little, you know what I'm saying? Like, shit, I'm drinking a corona right now, you know what I'm saying? Like, no, I know. <laughs> <laughs> no i know man i know it's just it's just funny you know what I mean? Cause, um, like you know i mean just growing up with with, with people and your friends you, you never uh i don't know you know sometimes you don't really think like you, you know you don't think like this far ahead like i never thought when we were kids like oh i wonder what we're gonna be like when we're like 37 yeah <laughs> you know yeah. what i mean it's something like that. i don't know and to then, me i think for the most part we're we're kind of the same people we're just like in different stages you know what i mean does that oh, make any no. sense? I, I mean, I, I yeah, definitely the different stages part. Um, same people for sure. But I just I, I think it's more of a I think maybe where I'm coming from is just kind of kind of like the title, you know, like like such a prestigious title, you uh, know, to someone that, you know, that you see naked run around. In the <laughs> or Damn, yo, I'm never going to let that shit down. <laughs> no, you <laughs> But um, then speaking of uh, seeing people naked running around in apartments, I'd like to welcome our next prestigious guest. Yo, this is how you're going to introduce me for real? Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> this is how you're going to introduce me oh, for real? Oh, man. <laughs> Yo, I, I blame it on Marv. Marv, I blame it on you. Uh, any other time he'll say, he'll make like a great intro like, yo, i like to introduce this prestigious. Blast. Now I get yeah. the speaking of people running around naked. <laughs> yo that took a turn for the worse like real quick damn no I, you know i'm just saying uh you know we're all very close friends here that's all yeah yeah definitely <laughs> you're right, you're right. 
Oh man, but Ross, welcome, welcome to the show, man. How you doing? I'm chilling, my brother. I'm chilling, just uh, enjoying the day. It got, it got a little rainy. I don't know if any of y'all caught the storm that passed through here earlier this evening, but um, yeah, it got a little rainy. You know, my my grass is all all kinds of flooded because apparently I just have bad elevation on my on my property. Just so happens to be the only house that floods on the block when it. Uh -uh. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, the house doesn't flood, but the property just ends up looking pretty bad. Oh man! No, it yeah. rained. Uh, it rained. I mean, it, it might still be drizzling outside. There was a lot of uh, crazy lightning and, and thunderstorms. Yeah, man. Uh, here for a second, but uh, but it's pretty much over for the most part. I feel. I feel like Marv is like in between us. Yeah, he is. Kinda. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Did, did you get any of that weather too? I, it's like um, it's like a Marvin sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> a Marvin meat sandwich, juicy. <laughs> like, no. oh man, they y'all go. We have the beats. Thank you, man. <laughs> whenever, uh, whenever I, I I do that voice or I hear Marv do that voice, I always think of. A mullet man, Louie. No one will. No one will ever know <laughs> what, what I'm talking about when I say mullet man, Louie. But I know you guys. Shout out to Louie out there. If, if you ever hear mullet this. man, Louie. Yes, yes. Oh my god, I just got the visual. <laughs> yo, yeah, okay, bro. damn, Louie. Yo, shout out to Louie. <laughs> oh man, damn! Yeah, for real, man. Shout oh, out to Louis' sister to. too, bro. Yo, I, yeah, damn! Yeah, yeah. Wow! <laughs> no! Wow! Are oh, we messy, messy today? No, I'm not. It's not that messy, man. Come on! Wow! You, you actually, you. If you guys actually think, I, I mean, I can't imagine that's still like a like some some sort of taboo secret over. Don't in, no, in oh man! Don't open that box. I'm not. All I'm saying, all I'm saying is shout out, shout out to them. Oh, A Street Latinas. Was it A Street but, Latinas? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like trying to. I'm asking questions. I'm, I'm yes. like, I don't. I don't know, you know about what? this. You're you're absolutely right, my friend. Oh, oh man, yo, man. good long, times. Long live A Street Latinas. Damn. <laughs> Wow. Oh man, you got see this is the problem. I get you guys on here and I completely lose focus cuz we just start, you know, just start talking about all the good times that we had. Yeah. Damn. Becomes, it just becomes like a just bar talk. A, yeah, nostalgia fest. But um while I got you guys on here, um let me get it rolling um cuz you know, it's it's the beginning of the week. I, I feel like if I so, so so I try to put out like two a week, two podcasts a week, two shows. I see. And, you. Um, the thing is, uh, it, it, it it just every something is happening every day that is uh, worth mentioning. Um, you know that that kind of moves uh, the needle a little, a little bit. Um, and it's tough to only do two a week when you when when you're just watching the news and you're seeing all these things transpire. Um, but one of the kind of main themes, I guess, reoccurring 
a issue or topic that I kind of that, that I've kind of kept seeing and, and that I Ross was kind of kind of brought up as well is um we did see Trump you know the the, the Trump Tulsa rally uh it happened and uh we were, we're you know we're seeing that uh the numbers were stupid low um apparently like some k-pop fans or something got in and you know but like got up all the tickets whatever I, I, I don't know we'll, we'll go into that a little bit later but I guess the point uh, of that is, and I guess I'm kind of trying to lead us to, um, like, is Trump really losing popularity right now? Like, is it, it in this, you know, is it because of the epidemic and, and the whole maybe Black Lives Matter movement or or is it is people, are people just tired of him? But is he is he losing some sort of popularity? Is that what we're kind of seeing right now? And I'll I'll start with uh, with Marv, I guess, on this one, because I kind of wanted to hear what he had to say about this real quick. Oh, man, like, I, you know, it's hard for me because I'm not like a pollster or political. I mean, I, I do like to to read about politics, but I've been kind of taking a break lately. But from what I've like personally, like what I've seen, um, I don't know, man, I, I just feel like people just aren't. We're so divided, I think, that just everybody's kind of living in their own universe now. And, and so like, you know, people won't hear the people that support him, that watch the networks that support him won't hear any of the embarrassing things that we hear, um, you know, listening to other news sources. And um, and then, you know, and I feel like that's that's part of the reason why it hasn't really uh, affected him. But I, I don't think this guy was ever really that popular, even from the start. I mean, honestly, like I, I'm still kind of not over 2016 and how it actually happened because he lost oh, wow. the popular vote. And I, you know, not to be a conspiracy theorist or anything, but I'm still very, like, like I'm just I don't understand how he won because he's not that popular at all. Like he's never been that popular. I mean, we we see like who he's popular with. It's like a third of the country, um, and and that's it, you know. And so like I feel like he he was never really that popular. Like the the rallies, yeah, they they always like there. There's always a bunch of people there. But, um, but I, I, yeah, like this, this last rally was, was <laughs> wow. Like I think there was like 6,000 and change there. And, um, and uh, yeah, I, I, I think he's losing popularity. There's some people that at least that, that were kind of apathetic who weren't really that like involved politically that are just kind of like, yeah, he's got to go. He's got to go. Like I've heard that, but the people that support him are just like, you know, they still support him, but, but the people that were just kind of apathetic in my, in like my circle, um, have come out and be like, yeah, this guy's got to go, you know, that, that, that they normally wouldn't be even getting political. Now they're like, <clears throat> they're kind of seeing, see. um, yeah, yeah, they're seeing like, yo, we, we might've made a mistake. Ross, what do, uh, what do you think? Um, I mean, and, and you know, like, like Marv mentioned the, uh, the rally numbers were low. Uh, how you know? I, I can't even imagine how many of those people were like the paid actors that they got to pay there. Cause they did, <laughs> you know, they, there were there were ads out for 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 actors that they were I trying mean, to get. I mean, personally, I feel like he's been taking a lot of L's, like as far as the month of June goes. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, he tried to fire, and I think he did right. He tried to fire that. Um, that that attorney what was his uh he's a u.s attorney uh jeff berman 
who's out of the district in New York, like the U.S. district in New York. He tried to fire him. And, you know, you have like Senate Republicans coming out saying, yo, that 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 reeks of of, uh, you know, just it just it's just not a good look. You know what I mean? Um, I forgot who it was that basically was saying that, you know, it just looks it just looks like, you know, Trump is over here running some sort of. Of, uh, of, of not so much a Ponzi scheme, but, you know, like a corruption ring. You know what I mean? Like, that's what he was basically saying. And those are Republicans saying those things. You know what I mean? And then, you know, you, you follow that up with the fact that um, that, you know, the, the federal judge rejected his request to block John Bolton's book. You know what I mean? John Bolton himself, what he called him like, a, which you got to take John Bolton's words, you know, with a grain of salt. He's like, oh, he's a danger to the republic. You know what I mean? You even have like people who were like doing photo ops with him, apologizing for doing so. You know what I mean? We we saw last week that um, Supreme Court voted against DACA being ended. You know what I mean? Which is what he wanted. You know, you're seeing like some of the commentators on on platforms that have showed support for him, like the Wall Street Journal. Even Breitbart was like, "Yo, you know, he's trailing in the polls," which is ironic because. When CNN was saying he trailed in the polls, you know what I mean? He threatened for lawsuits. Breitbart said the same thing. And, mm-hmm. he, you know, he just, again, took the L. You know what I mean? Um, I mentioned the Wall Street Journal. And the Wall Street Journal released a piece literally called um, Trump is beating Trump. You know what I mean? Basically explaining that his own, like, fumbled response to COVID-19 and as far as, like, responding to people's demands as far as police brutality goes, you know what I mean? Like his his lack of leadership, you know, which is something we've been hearing a lot about over the last couple of months. But his lack of leadership in those areas are just like, you know, beating him down some more. I think um, Politico also released a piece. It was called uh, A Presidency is a Terrible Thing to Waste, which, again, it goes back to him not, you know, showing himself as someone being presidential. And then, yes, you take into effect the fact that the NFL switched up their stance on player protests, which was weird. But again, you know, he, you know, he was so like admin of it. And everybody was saying that the owners or the league itself, which is ran by the owners, responded the way that they did to Kaepernick based on the fact that, you know, Trump was saying, you know, get that son of a bitch out of there. You know what I mean? Like they wanted to keep his support by, by, because by keeping his support, of course, they will keep a base of their fans you know what I mean? And then there was the Tulsa rally, which with the Tulsa rally, if I could be if I could be honest to me, that's pretty explainable. Right. Because you have the whole situation where, you know, there's this conspiracy where people were getting tickets without planning with with, with the whole time. knowing They weren't going to go basically to make him look bad. You know what I mean? You add that you add that to the fact that whether or not people want to accept it, there is COVID-19 out there. You know what I mean? So you put that in together and and you get the response that you do. I mean, of course, unfortunately, we're talking about Donald J. Trump and he's not just going to take the L. I think it would have been a better response for him to just be like, yeah, you know, it's explainable. You know, you explain those factors of the COVID-19 and the fact that there's people who who were who were um, who were getting tickets, you know, with just to make it look bad. But no, he goes like the extreme route. You know what I mean? Oh, a million people were supposed to show up, but the protesters kept them out and all that crazy. <laughs> yeah, and so so he lies. He lies about that. Obviously, no radical protesters kept anybody out. 
Um, yeah, we're seeing, we're seeing the reports that it was a uh, that it really was a bunch of K-pop fans that flooded flooded the site and and scooped up all the tickets, um, so nobody could get there. <clears throat> yeah, I'm also seeing the crazy numbers that the real numbers were like r- really half that because something like a thousand of those people or something were the paid actors, and then another almost 800 or something were like people that he works with on his staff or whatever and, and everything like that. So the actual number of, of, of actual, you know, Trumpites or whatever they're called. I don't know. Trumpites. You know, nice. Yeah. Like they, you know, was, was significantly lower than the six grand or whatever. The six I mean, thousand that was, uh, that, it, that, I feel that like it's up. so hard to like believe anything that comes out of Oh yeah. 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 No, don't, don't drink the Kool-Aid. Don't drink the Kool-Aid, you know what I mean? Um, as far as I'm concerned, which is what I was going to say to to end it all, is that none of this means that Trump is going to lose in November. Not at all. You know what I mean? You think about you think about um, people like it was George H.W. Bush when he ran um, in, in 19, was it 88? Yeah, he was 88. You know, he looked bad in the polls. Everybody thought he was going to lose. And then what happens? Boom. He becomes president. You know, we could go back to Harry Truman, Chicago Tribune. Had had already had a piece out. That, matter of fact, if you look up Harry S. Truman in election, you'll see him holding a newspaper that says Dewey wins election. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. So you know you'll have that, and then um, and then you have the situation where everybody in 2016 thought that Trump was gonna lose. So no, none of that's mean. None of that means anything. Just because people aren't going to rallies doesn't mean that they're not gonna vote. You know what I mean? So sorry to cut you off, Mark. No, no, no. It's all good. I was just gonna make a joke. I'm like, you know, it's hard to it's hard to believe like anything that comes out of this administration. It's, I mean, like maybe they even counted the protesters in that sixty whatever the six thousand <laughs> of the people. Like, he's hey, like, yeah, yeah, well, they were there. They were there. They were there. So we're gonna count them. We're gonna count them. <laughs> I uh I heard you say earlier, Marv, um, that you know just kind of like in your circle, you're kind of seeing people, you know, kind of almost uh, like buyer's remorse. You know what I mean? And it's like, all right, like you know, we we messed up the first time. Is that a? I, I mean, is that a trend that we're hopefully gonna keep seeing? You know what I mean? Like continue to see up until November, or what? Because there's no shame in like. You know, yeah. There's no shame in saying like, you know, I was wrong. That it's, it's. I think it's almost more admirable to admit like, yo, I messed up, and like, let me try to make this right. I, I yeah. don't know. Is that, you know, is that is that a? I man, I could only hope so, man. I, I mean, I, I think I think it's just that we're so divided. Um, I was reading something recently about um, where people feel the economy's at, and it's like split among like you know, party lines. Like if you're a Republican, you you think the, the economy is doing great. If you're a Democrat, you think it's doing, you know, it's horrible, you know? And it's like, I mean, that, I that mean, right. We're officially just, in a recession again. Yeah, man. And I mean, I just feel like some people won't know that, you know, and, and, and they just, I don't know, man. I, I really don't know. Like, I, I don't think it's gonna I don't think it's going to be a trend. I think it's, it's going to be more of like, just mobilizing people that were not interested on the last go. And I think, um, you know, there are, like Ross said, he, he's been taking a lot of L's and, um, and, and, you know, things are changing. Like I, I, I remember seeing like a headline about like, 
Um, you know, he's doubling down on his on his previous like campaign rhetoric and and now like a different in a different world. Like, you know, like he said, um, you know, the whole Black Lives Matter movement is happening and, and even NASCAR banned like the Confederate la uh, the com Confederate flag. And um, they're standing in solidarity with this guy. Um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Bubba, Bubba. Yeah, Bubba Wallace. Bubba Wallace. Bubba Wallace. Um, and um, and so, like, you know, I don't know. I think it's, you know, the whole NFL thing. I think I think there there are like people that are starting to kind of notice that there are things going on, and and with the coronavirus also kind of raging. You know, when a lot of people were saying this is all a hoax and this was going to go away. And we are number one in the world with this whole coronavirus thing. And I think it's hitting like some red states hard, like in, in Texas, you know, obviously uh, 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 Arizona, know, Arizona, where he's supposed to hold a rally, yeah, you know, Florida, it's, it's yeah. getting it's getting bad. And I think people are going to be like, wait a minute. You know, I thought this guy said it wasn't a big deal. And, and people are getting sick. It's not like they're getting conned They're You know, this is like a, a life and death you know, kind of situation. So I think this, the whole response to the coronavirus may actually be the thing that that we see that that would affect the trend as far as like his approval ratings, you know, amongst Republicans. I, I, I don't know if it's going to change, you know, uh, any Democrats, because I think all the Democrats are just like, you know, they're, they're, they're ready to get rid of this guy. But I think it'll also get independents involved. And I think uh, some some Republicans may may start to be like you know what i'm i'm a i'm a back out mm. yo marv you um you mentioned corona and that people are getting sick i wanted to ask you um and i don't know if you've already hinted on that earlier or if that's a conversation you've been having a lot i apologize but yeah. um a lot, of, a lot of the people are basically saying you know oh you know the death rate is so low the death rate is so low but I think personally, and please tell me if I'm wrong, that a lot of people are, are forgetting that, yeah, okay, death rate is low. That's great. But let's say you get this disease and you get sick. It, it, it doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to be like bouncing back, you know, within two weeks and be okay, right? Like what, what have you been seeing? What do you know in terms of like, okay, no more corona, but is there anything in terms of like lasting effects? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Like I, I did, I think I did talk about that with Saul. Like it, you know, just because you survive, or or just because you're not a statistic that you didn't die, doesn't mean that it didn't affect you in a very profound way. I mean, I mean, people like to talk about the economy, um, economically. You know, there's a lot of people that don't have insurance, um, and and you know, you you end up in the hospital for weeks. You know, and and you're let's God forbid you you get intubated or you're in the ICU, you know you're laid out. You're losing muscle mass after you get out. Like you have to go into rehab and you have to regain your your strength, especially if you're an elderly person. Um, and so yeah, there is a lot of you know not necessarily mortality, but there's a lot of morbidity also from this. Um, I think they just did a, a lung transplant on a female that had. Um, had a, a you know really bad like lung you know failed lungs from from the coronavirus you know she didn't die you know she's not among that statistic but she had to get a lung transplant <laughs> you know to saying? survive like, you know and that's a rare that's a rare thing but, but amongst many other things you know and and you know like being in the hospital is not a risk-free thing either like 
you're getting IVs, you're getting procedures, you're getting other things done to you that could also result in, in God forbid, any harm. But there's, you know, there's risk to everything that's done. So, yeah, just just surviving coronavirus is is not is not uh, like, you know, like something to kind of like, you know, brush, you know, shrug your shoulders at. I feel like um, the other thing is the 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 other effects, right? Like you're spreading the disease. You know, like you may have the disease, but you're spreading it too. You know, and so right. like, okay, yeah, it might not it might not be like a bad thing for one individual, but then you're spreading it to another person who may spread it to another person who may kill that person. You know. Yeah. And so, so yeah, I mean, um, I you know all that to say, I think you know this this is kind of like, <laughs> um, the the moment of truth. I think, and 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 some pe- for some people in a lot of places, um. You know, like the governor of, of of Texas, who's not necessarily a, um, you know, a, a person that I think is is very truthful all the time. He even like said, you know, maybe even considering shutting down again and and closing down the the economy again because you know it's getting bad. It's getting really bad. I um, I mean, and and, and this is perfect. I'm, I'm glad you asked that, Ross. Uh, to Marv. Um, the thing for me is I, I get a lot of people, you know, always saying like like Ross kind of mentioned to tag on to his point about like the uh, the mortality rate is so low. But, um, you know, everyone always keeps saying I get a lot. Well, it's just the old people. It's just old people. If you're healthy, you know what I mean? You'll be fine. And, you know, you guys you commented on on the fact that you could go ahead and, you know, get, get somebody else infected and somebody else infected as well. But why is it so hard for these people to? To understand that point like why why does everybody still think this this thing isn't isn't a legit thing that could really do some damage um like you know six degrees of uh kevin bacon style you know what i mean <laughs> i mean it's just it it's easy for you to believe what fits your narrative or what it is that you want things to uh to look like you know what I mean? I remember that growing up in my head, I was like, I'm never going to get a ticket because because uh, I'm not going to drive like that. Yeah, well, I've gotten a few tickets in my lifetime. You know what I mean? Or, or you know, you have people who are like, Yo, I'm, ne- I'm never going to do quote unquote drugs. And then, you know, well, well, you know, smoke a little weed here and there, maybe try some cocaine back in my 20s. You know what I mean? Like, it's just it doesn't fit your narrative. So you don't think that it's going to affect you. So you just see things a certain way. You know what I mean? And I personally think that that's what it is. Hmm. I don't know, Marv. What do you, I mean, you're, you're, you, you got to tell people stuff like, you know, like, hey, believe it, you're sick or whatever. Yeah, man. I, I had a guy living, who, you know? yeah, I had a guy who had, who had telltale signs. He had a fever and a cough, loss of sensation of smell and taste. And, um, and he had a, a nasty looking x-ray and I'm like, this guy's got coronavirus. And, um, he almost got like offended at the fact that I was asking him to like, to, that I was going to test him. And, um, and then I wanted to admit him, this was like a couple days ago and he, he signed out against medical advice. AMA. Um, he did not. Yeah. He didn't want to, yeah, he did an AMA. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, and so so yeah, so like there, there's just a lot of people out there that almost kind of, I don't know, it's it's like taboo. Like they 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 um, it, it, I don't know. Like I remember in 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 like like in in classes, I I don't remember the the beginning of the uh, HIV 
um, epidemic. But I mean, like, I remember there's being a, a huge taboo associated with it. Um, I don't know if there's a if there's some sort of like taboo about the coronavirus that people just almost get offended at the the fact that you might be suspecting that they have it. Like the, they'll get they'll get like pissed off. Like if I'm like, have you been around anybody? No, no, no. I don't. I don't have that. I don't have that. And I'm like, okay, just you know, I'm just screening you. You know, it's like my job. You know, I don't. I, I didn't. I don't know you. Like you know what I mean. I didn't mean any offense to it, but but yeah, I think I think there is a little bit of taboo, but also I think there's um there's there's again like a, a divide in in people that that take the corona to think this coronavirus is serious among party lines. Um, I've seen, I've seen polls that, you know, people in the Republican party don't think it's that big of a deal and people in the democratic party think it's, it's a, it's a big deal. And I feel like, um, you know, it's, it's kind of the sign of the times when the president of the United States is holding a rally in a stadium during a pandemic, when most people are, you know, should be. Uh, wearing masks, most people should be, you know, social distancing, um, and so I think I think that there's there's that too. They, it's become politicized, unfortunately, and I feel like a lot of people may not necessarily um, know someone who's been affected by the virus, and so like you know, New York City obviously is, is a blue state. Like New York State is, is blue, um, and especially within the city, there's a, it's it's a you know it's a very liberal. Uh, region of the country. Um, and so I, I think, you know, that happening in New York City was kind of like the first hotspot, but it hasn't made its way through the country yet. And I think that's what we're seeing now in these smaller towns are getting hit hard. Um, it's making its way kind of west. Um, and then here in Florida, it, you know, we it just hasn't gone away. Like we just kind of been continuous and it's getting worse. Like the other day, I think uh, on Saturday, we, we hit the 4,000 we we hit the, the our max since it started, um, four thousand new cases. I think it was on Saturday, um, diagnosed, and, and that's that's a that's a, a a high for for us since since the beginning of this pandemic, um, and so yeah, man, I I think it's it's the same thing. I think it's this political divide that we see in our country. I think Trump is is very you know popular amongst his base. Um, and he refuses to be the president for anyone else, right? Like he he's just pandering and appealing to his own base, but he forgets that, you know, there's a country to run, right? Like when you signed up for this job, it's not just for the people that voted for you. It's, you know, it's for the whole country. And, and you know, unfortunately he's not, he's not capable of, um, of, of understanding that. You know, it's funny you mentioned that it's being politicized because it really is because, um, you know, the, the Republican National Convention is supposed to be this 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 year, obviously, in August. And originally it was going to be in Charlotte, North Carolina. And then, you know, the the governor of North Carolina was like, yo, I don't know if y'all should have this because, you know, COVID-19, we're going to have to be able to maintain like some some social distancing measures, depending on you know, what happens. And that was like earlier this year, possibly like in March or April. And he was like, you know, he was talking about like the possibility of a surge and stuff like that. And, um, you know, he just got lambasted by the, by the Republican party. Of course, the governor of North Carolina is a Democrat. And so they moved mm. things. So now it's going to be in Jacksonville. 
Yeah, mm. I saw that. <clears throat> Mm-hmm. And it's yeah, just we'll like again, you know what I mean? Like the the politicizing of it. I um wow. I uh I think and it's funny, I saw something on the news today. We we definitely opened up too early, even though people don't want to admit that. Um we you know, we we're, we're watching a lot of these bars, our local bars kind of close again, um, because they have employees that have con- contracted the virus. And they've had people, patrons that have just uh, straight up just been there, you know, no mask, no nothing. And they're infected with the virus spreading it as well, Uh, especially in the UCF area. They did the contact tracing and they said the Knights Pub, they suspended their liquor license. The state did. 13 of their employees have the virus and God knows how many other people they infected while they're working at this club at UCF. So I think I saw a report on that and and that 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 small little uh pub i think is responsible for i think it was like 100 cases that's insane um, in, <laughs> yeah in the in the area and uh and yeah and that and that's the thing like you know so far right cuz like we, we you know we're 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 just you know <laughs> we're it's just like you know you could say it's responsible for that many cases but that's not the end of it like some of those people that have been exposed to those people you know, like it's just like a, a domino effect and it just snowballs. And so, you know, the fact that it's going up is not reassuring at all, because that just means that there's more people being exposed and we're this is just a snowball. So it's just it doesn't it doesn't get better. It gets just like worse and worse. And and think about this. It's the summer. You know, we're in the middle of June. OK, it's hot as hell. And and, you know, people are coming in with fever you know and and flu like symptoms like in the middle of summer like we we don't see this with flu mm. like if you come in, if you have in the middle of june body aches you know stuffy nose sore throat bo- you know uh cough and fevers like yo you you got coronavirus <laughs> i mean it's a very you know there's a likelihood that you might have a you know, you know something else a urinary tract infection i saw this guy yesterday who had a, an infection on his face he got bit by a mosquito got infected yeah he had a fever that wasn't, you know, coronavirus, but like, if you have like, you know, cough and sore throat and, and, you know, flu like symptoms in the middle of summer, you know, there's nothing that does that. Like, we don't see this. We, we don't, we, we don't see this uh, at all, like in the summer. And, and then, you know, uh, Brazil is, is number two in the world, um, for cases and, uh, and India and Pakistan are, are, you know, right behind, man. And, and they're just getting started. And it's a whole lot worse than we know because there's so many other places that don't do testing. Like, could you imagine in a, in a country of a billion people like India? Like, you, there's people you're not going to be able to test. Nope. As people that are not going to, that's not going to, they, they don't have like a public health Bro, you but know, you don't, we don't uh, facility where they can come man. get tested. Yo, we don't want to test everybody because if we test everybody, then that's the higher positive numbers, man. We don't want yeah. we don't want higher <laughs> positive numbers. So it's, let's just it's stop funny you say that. People. It's funny <laughs> you say that, Mark, because I was reading. I think it was yeah. Yesterday was Sunday. It was either yesterday or Saturday. I was reading that um, in Haiti they were talking about how um, about two million Haitians don't have a birth certificate. You know what I mean? And you're talking about a nation that might be like twelve million Haitians worldwide. You know what I mean? And Haiti is like a small, I mean, hell, it's like a, a third of an island. You know what I'm saying? So if you're talking about India, 
with like over a billion people, yeah, you definitely got some people that you're not getting to. Yeah, so it's it's a whole lot worse. And then, you know, I just don't understand why um, this this guy just cannot. I mean, it doesn't like I, I don't know why it has to be such a political issue for him. You know, it just it doesn't have to be. It could be it could have been a win for him. You know what I mean? If it, yeah. it could have been like a a win like an easy like a layup you know and and he's just he's just continues to double down and i don't know if it's the the concern for the economy because i've had a lot of people kind of you know you know pose that question like you know which one's worse or you know i'm like obviously like the the the, the you know life and death situation is worse nah yeah. son. But, people but people nah, not son, get out of here with that people not realize that that that's what's crazy to me it's that people, well, you know, so this is the argument that I get. And everyone's like, well, oh, but we got to work, man. I got to work. I got to feed my family. I got to work. I got to work. right, baby. And, um, I, I, you know, I, I understand that you have to work. And I understand you have to feed your family. And, you know, I, I understand even a portion of those people have like a have a pride issue. You know what I mean? Like, oh yeah, I'm not gonna take any handout from the government. That's right. Yada yada yada. You know, I work for I mean? living. Yeah, you mm-hmm. know, I, I get it. I get it. But if it if I mean it's literally a life and death situation. If it's not to you, it's to somebody that you know like your parents or your yeah. grandparents. You know what I mean? Like no, my, my, my my grandparents, my parents and grandparents are ready to die for the economy. Apparently, yeah, yeah. you know. So, yeah. so that's what you're telling me is that if you <laughs> if you'd rather get mad at the coronavirus for it like uh, being a thing than get mad at your local government for not taking care of you throughout this pandemic through after all those years of hard work and labor that you put in. You know what I mean? Like now it's like, nah, sorry, son. Like you're not gonna get any of this, any of these help, yeah. And because literally, who's the people? Who are the people that are working? Like people need to realize, like your jobs. I'm sorry to say this, and I'm included. I'm included in that group that I'm about to that I'm about to just you know say what I'm gonna say. You know, I I I, like your jobs expendable. You are expendable, people. You like people working at Disney and at Universal Studios. All my servers and all my bartenders, all my people at the gates, all my people collecting tickets, scanning, doing whatever. Your photographers, the people taking pictures, like Bernardo's first job, I remember at SeaWorld. Like all that stuff. Yo, yo, for real, for real, a monkey can do your job. A monkey can do his job. Like, this is for real. Like, this is like, you remember in Tropic Thunder when Tom Cruise's character is looking at what's his face and he's like, no, literally, a monkey could do this job. And, like, it's the truth. Like, they got robots already yeah. making cocktails. You know what I mean? They got they got, they got, got machines that you just put your order in when you go to Chili's and everywhere else, and you pay through that shit right there. Like, you, you, we don't need you, people. You know what I mean? But, yeah. but they want to, they, they, they still want you out there. So what? So you can catch this, even if you're asymptomatic, and then you bring it home. Why? Because where do you live? You live close to a bunch of other people. Let's be honest. Like you're not living out in the hills and the mansions where you got you know acres of land. You're 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 you're, you're we live in con- smaller spaces. So what are you gonna do? Spread it around in your apartment complex. Spread it around in 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 in, in your little in, in the condo complex. You know what I mean? Like it, it, like and then what? Get everybody sick. Get all the older people sick, and then that's it. 
You know, maybe they'll survive. Maybe they don't. Maybe you survive. Maybe you don't. But your job, but but if you don't, they're just going to get somebody else. There's another 14-year-old, 15, 16-year-old kid that's going to come up and go to Disney wardrobe, put on a stupid vest, and 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 not get trained and, 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 and keep doing what you're doing. Yeah. I mean, am I wrong? Nah. Nah, I mean, you, you're, bro, you, you're so right, man. And, and that, that's the thing that kills me because, like, they, they shut down the economy. They gave people, uh, you, know, uh, uh, you know, a check. And, um, and then they, they, they bailed out a bunch of companies. They offered all these loans to a bunch of companies. And, um, and, and Look, like, you know, that, that's, our, that's our money. Those people yeah, are job like creators. See, you don't understand yeah. the economy works. Right, yeah, that's exactly. what they're gonna say. Yeah, exactly. And I'm like, it's not a first of all, it's not a handout. That's like our money. Yeah, you know what I mean, like that's money Straight that we out. pay money the economy. They took that out. Right, they took it's not that a out handout. with my FICA, my FUDA, my SUDA. They took all that out. Social security. Yeah, they took and it somebody's all out. like, send the check back if you if you're not happy. I'm like, that ain't his money. That's my money. Yeah. Send the check back. Send the check over here. Yeah, I'm like, no, yeah, he's he's on my dime. Like <laughs> he's 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 on my dime. Like those helicopter rides. You know who's paying for them? That's we us. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That White House? That's us. All those stupid cop, you know, like, all those stupid cop birthday parades where they go around the fire trucks and the cop cars just driving around in circling neighborhoods, flashing their lights, singing happy birthday to some punk five-year-old. Give me a break. I pay for that. Yeah, That's man. my tax dollars that went to that. <laughs> they don't do that for my birthday. Come down my street on my yeah. birthday and flip on Yo. the lights and sirens and tell me happy birthday. <laughs> Fuck that, <laughs> huh? That's what makes me sad, bro. I hate seeing that. It makes me so mad. Uh -oh. Yeah, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Let him know, son. Nah, bro. Like, who is this kid? Who is this seven-year-old stupid kid with, you know, no front teeth? And it's, oh, and he's feeling like, oh, he's trapped inside the house. So the cops came around and gave him a parade and a light show. Like, yo, go to your desk, cop. Sit back to your where you're at. Like my tax dollars. Wait, what are you talking about? I, I don't even know you what you're talking you got, about. You got mermaids holding the videos. <laughs> train going on train 200 miles an hour. Try that on the train, son. Try that on the train. Son. Yo, you wild. No, bro. but you, it, you know, like at the beginning of this whole thing, you know, they're showing video clips and like, oh, what's his face? It's his birthday. And they came around and they did a, a little birthday parade for him. And then not to mention the videos I've been seeing about like in New York and in the Bronx and the cops just at three in the morning going around neighborhoods, just just sirens on and lights on for no reason. Like it's some intimidation tactic, but that's for another show. But I'm just saying, like, you know, <laughs> I, it's, it, it's just, you know, it is what it is. Anyways, I, uh, I think we've reached a good breaking point. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah wrap it up. I think all that to say, like, yeah, man. Uh, I, 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 I think it's, it's. I hope that it's like, it's the, you know, the the moment of truth, like where where people are gonna be like, yeah, maybe we were being lied to by, you know, Fox News and Breitbart and uh, OA and. I'm tell you right you know, now, you're wrong. <laughs> I hope you. I hope. I hope. I hope you're wrong, but I, I think you're right. But uh, tell you right now, yeah, we'll uh, we'll get back to it um as soon as we as, as soon as we come back from this short little break. I uh, I gotta go refill my drink real quick, and uh, oh, me too. Word. And then um and then we'll get back to it. Where uh when we come back, I want to go ahead and and hit a little bit on um 
on NASCAR. I know you mentioned it earlier about the Confederate flag being banned, but obviously something just happened yesterday. Um, but when we get back, we'll go ahead and, and, and talk about it. Um, and, uh, and, and for those who don't know, you know, we'll go into it. And um, yeah, I think that's pretty much it. That's on the agenda. Uh, but yeah, man, we'll be back. Stay tuned. You're listening to Saul's Life with uh, Ross and uh, Dr. Marvin Romero. Holla. Hey. hey everybody you're still listening to a brand new episode of saul's life with me your host saul i'm also joined by my prestigious guests uh ross and uh marvin so without further ado we're going to go ahead and get back to the second part of this episode and uh finish it off thanks for sticking around stay tuned We'll be right back. And I'd like to welcome everybody back to Saul's Life with uh, your host, Saul, and Ross as well. What's up, Ross? I'm chilling, baby boy. I'm chilling. I see I see the doc is, is in the building. Yeah, yeah, joined by Marvino. Already know. <laughs> um, yeah, man, sorry. I kind of went on a little rant there. You know, gotta Nah, man, you ain't got to apologize, apologize That's nothing. Saul. That's Saul. That's, what but, That's that sauce. Is that what they yeah. say now? Huh? Ross, Ross would know. Ross hangs out with the youths, the young youths. That's right. Him. I hang out with the youths. You know what I'm saying? Not so much now because I don't work. I mean, I work from home, but the college is shut down. So I don't know. I don't know what the cool stuff that's being said is. Mm, okay. I, uh, I, I wanted to ask you guys and I forgot. What, uh, what are you guys drinking? Oh, I'm drinking Corona, like a stereotypical Latino. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> Yo, Coronas are good, man. Oh, I love Corona, bro. I, like it's, it's tried you, and true. You don't like Prezi's better, you, or, or or what's the deal? Not in the U.S. Not in the U.S. Really? Yeah. Oh, what is bougie ass? He's right. He's right. <laughs> nah, they they're different, bro. They're different here than they are in the Dominican Republic. I mm-hmm. love President De Beer, uh, but I don't know if like I was reading about it and I, somebody was saying about. Because um, my cousin owns a, a like a little uh, drink stand um, in in Old Town. It's like a little beer. It's 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 the coldest beer in America. That's what it's called. Shout out to my cousin Jose Luis. This is like a little plug. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't know that. Yeah, yes, the coldest, cool. it's called the coldest beer in America. And there's like a, a specific way to actually uh, make uh, presidentes like cold. And make them so where they have that little ice uh, uh, lining on the outside. Um, mm. That's like a big, de- like it's like a, a a big deal in DR, like Beterita de Novia, like like a, uh, what do they say? Like in Spanish, uh, it means like uh, ready for her wedding day or something like that. Mm-hmm, like dressed mm-hmm. for her wedding day. So when it's like nice and like iced on the outside, but it's not frozen um, on the inside, and it's like ice cold but not frozen. It's like the perfect. Presidente beer, but here in the U.S. it's just hard to get it there. And there's supposed to be a specific way you do it. There's like a, a trick to it. And he has like an ice chiller. It's called a, a beer chiller. They have they sell these refrigerators that are beer chillers, and um, he he's able to get it to that temperature. And um, and so yeah. So but but he he was telling me that it's not like in the DR because I think what happens in the DR the the alcohol content's a little bit higher. So the freezing point is a little bit uh, lower, so you can you can actually 
go go colder without actually freezing it. And then the other uh, thing is something about when they ship them over. So when they're shipping them over, they're in containers and they're in heat, and they and uh, and that that messes with the with the actual quality of the beer. And so yeah, so here in the U.S., it, it's not the same as in the DR. Wow. Yeah, a little. The more I, you know, and knowing I mean, is half the battle. I agree. I, uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's definitely a uh, there's definitely a difference um, from when I've had it, but uh, you know, I didn't think it was. Um, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know if it was like the alcohol content or not. Maybe it's like the pres- maybe preservatives or something, you know, because they do have to like ship it over or something. Maybe it's a, they they put something in that, but yeah, that's that's wild. Yeah. I, uh, I I I know a lot of people in like Europe like drink beer, uh, like warm, right, or room temperature. Yeah, man, it's definitely. There's certain beers that I I do like the flavor, like a little bit warm. I don't mind it if it's not like freezing, but it's got to be a little cold. Yeah, it's got to be cold for me. Yeah, it's not not like room temperature (laughs) or even warm. Like, what are you guys drinking? Yeah, what are you sipping on, Ross? Water. What? Oh man, damn. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Gotta 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 keep myself hydrated, bro. The the original drink. This podcast podcast is brought to you by water. 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 So I um the only reason I'm even the only reason I even made myself a drink was because I thought I was like, man, Ross probably gonna probably gonna be sipping on something. Let me not tonight, uh, buddy. See, let me, cause I usually, cause, cause like I said before, I haven't, I haven't really been drinking a lot through, uh, through this whole quarantine jobless, uh, journey I'm on. Like, um, <laughs> like I, at first, you know, I did, you know, maybe like almost every other day. Um, but even then I was like, all right, I, I can't just keep drinking. This is ridiculous. <laughs> and, uh, I just haven't. So I had a drink, uh, when was it? Maybe Thursday night or something like that. When uh, when Ross and I did the, did the last show. That was so. So you had a drink. Th- you didn't have a drink on on Friday. Nah. What? Oh wait, 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 wait. That's right, Juneteenth. Shout out, shout out to Brandon, medium popcorn and what kind of mayo and Gordon. I know Gordon's is his, his Gordon favorite. Baker Bone. Yeah, my bad. You're right. I did. I, I drank the rest of my Maker's bottle on Friday. Okay. <laughs> see, so see, that's what happens, man. Once I, I, I'm like one of those Pringles cans, you know. Once you pop, once you pop, you can't, you can't stop. stop. So you know. This episode's brought to you by Pringles. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, so you gotta get you gotta get some some get sponsors, sponsors, bro. We gotta get we gotta, gotta get a media me. guy. We gotta gotta get a media guy. Yeah, but um. <laughs> I need an agent. <laughs> no, but uh, but yeah. So it's funny. I, I, so I guess yeah. I, I drank uh, Thursday. I drank Friday. But those were only two two drinks. I, I, there wasn't much left in that in, in that bottle. And then um, and then today. But this is uh, what three drinks in the span of like six days, five days. And um, you know, if want to go further, probably three drinks in the span of. You know, maybe like two months or something like that, almost. Well, well, we're gonna what, margarita. what are you drinking tonight, though? Oh, uh, a little, uh, a little vodka. All right, all right. 
Some so straight up, Chilean, yeah, more Chilean. I'll bet. Yeah, not nah, yo, Marv. Your man, your man is hardcore, son. God, damn. Your man is hardcore, son. Yo, oh, man, he got a gig. Guys, he started working as a bartender and never looked back, fam. I all right. So I I, I feel like mixing makers with anything is almost a sin. I could I you know I, I'll do maybe makers and and uh, no nah, I, I just can't you know I don't know like. Uh, so I, I drink I drink makers on the rocks. Uh, I for some reason I have graduated to drinking uh, my vodka, like my Tito's, just on ice and like lime. Yo, because I, I I usually drink it with soda, but I don't have soda. A real man, if I've ever met one, son. Damn, yeah, well, bro, this thing's yeah. like Das Vidanya. <laughs> you know Comrade, comrade, Comrade. He's like a very own Don Draper. I come out here and I'm like, Privet. <laughs> like, would you like your vodka with anything? Yeah. Yo, straight up, son. <laughs> I'd like it with one ice cube, please. <laughs> oh, man, it's just crazy. Yeah, yeah I, know, I don't know. Everything else. And also, I... um. So I, I don't want to freak myself out, like counting calories and stuff like that. But for some reason, I'm just really bad on myself. Like, I, I'm, I'm just, I'm hard on myself when it comes to drinking, like, juices and stuff like that. Like, I don't buy, I, I don't buy any juice. When I go grocery shopping, I buy, like, two 40, you know, 40 bottle packs of water or whatever. Like, yeah. I don't drink water. That's it. Um, okay. Coffee, if every now and then. When I work, I drink coffee every morning. But now I might drink coffee, like, once a week. And, um... And that's pretty much it. So, you know, ginger ale sometimes, but I, I'm just not trying to, I, I just never try to have any soda or any juice. And when I go out, especially when I used to go out to bars, when that was a cool thing to do before you would die in two weeks afterwards, the possibility <laughs> of you dying. <laughs> you know, that um, is a fact. That is a fact. Yeah. But I would just, I'd be like, nah, let me just get that uh, on the rocks or uh, with soda. And then, uh, yo, so Marv, I don't know where I met up with your mans one time, and that was like within the last two years. And then I'm like, yeah, you know, let me go ahead and uh, let me go ahead and have a cider, you know, because that's my thing. And then I see a man like, yo, let me get a vodka double, and I'm waiting for the you know, with my man ain't said none of that. I was like, damn, my man just (laughs) double, (laughs) no chaser, no mix. I was like, yo, I felt like a little bitch, son. Nah, no, no, you know. <laughs> I, I ain't drinking from the Saul sinks, bro. It's yeah, then he it. said, then he said, like, light it on fire. No, <laughs> it's nothing. Nah, so he looked at me and was like, yo, you want a tampon too? I was like, God damn. <laughs> nah, nah. nah, he ain't sent on that. He ain't sent on that. See, you, guys, you guys are painting this horrible picture of me, like, when you're really talking about Jeff, all right? <laughs> <laughs> Nah, son, Jeff but, is the devil. No, Jeff, yeah. Jeff, Jeff in 2001, and you know, I mean, no, our Jeff, our Jeff in 2001, um, yeah, was was probably just that. That's where I really learned how to drink. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I think I I saw Jeff like snort one time. <laughs> He's like, do you want it in a cup? Nah, just pour it on the table. 
I'm telling you, man. He was, he's, he was the most hardcore him. guy ever. Um, <laughs> shout out to Jeff, by the way. Shout out Word. to Jeff. Um, yeah, no, I don't know. Just you, you know, and, and yeah, being a bartender, you just drink a lot. Your tolerance goes up, so it is what there it you is. Go. But uh, I wanted to get to this um, this NASCAR thing real quick before uh, we just start, you know, running off topic again. Uh, so. Our boy Bubba Wallace goes ahead and, and gets the uh, Confederate flag. Uh, he pushes for that to get uh, banned from NASCAR. NASCAR complies. They're like, yeah, let's do it. Get rid of it. Um, fast forward to, you know, almost two weeks later. And we're at Talladega, I believe. And there's a like a, a plane flying above with the Confederate flag behind it saying defund NASCAR and then to make matters just even worse which like I I mean that's already just ridiculous enough is a plane with that you know like come on give me a break I can't believe somebody spent money to do that um they find a noose in Bubba Wallace's uh garage Mm. so um he didn't see it uh one of his team members saw it reported it um, I, I got a couple of facts that I want to get out before uh, before anything because they might answer some questions already that people have um, about it. But um, the FBI is looking into it because I saw a comment online uh, when I was kind of doing research about it and somebody was like, well, why wouldn't they call the cops? It's a hate crime. Just mm. that in the third. It's like, yeah, they did. The, the FBI, the, the feds. <laughs> you idiot. You know what I mean? Like people are just so stupid and I don't even get me started on that. But uh, mm. um, so according to, to Marty Smith, who's a senior NASCAR analyst uh, for ESPN, and he's like the top NASCAR guy that they've got. Um, usually NASCAR races have about 3,000 uh, 3, uh, like like employees, like team members there, you know, like like teams, like everybody, yeah. team members, like a. Uh, you know, from from the mechanics to whatever to execs and all this other stuff. So, because of uh, COVID nineteen, um, and obviously the social distancing and no more fans, uh, no fans being allowed there or anything like that. You know, right now, um, they've they've cut it down to the staff, NASCAR staff at, at these events to down almost to about a third. So they've got about eight hundred to nine hundred uh, staff NASCAR staff people working there. All right. And uh, the drivers go straight from their motorhomes to their cars. So mm. that's that's one thing to know. You know what I mean? The drivers are just there in their, in their motorhomes waiting. From there, they just go right to their cars. That's it. Um, so that's who they have here now. The 800 to 900 people include these people that I'm listing off. Uh, the drivers, uh, the crew members for the teams, uh, the NASCAR execs and officials. They have access to those garages as well. And third-party vendors, like a cleaning company, mm-hmm. you know, coming in to clean maybe or something like that. And also law enforcement and fire department. Mm. So those are the only people that are allowed, uh, you know, back into this garage area, you know, to where their cars are at and everything like that. Um, so there's cameras everywhere, obviously, back there as well. They're doing their own investigation, and the FBI is in on it. They're going to obviously you know, get rid of them for life, whoever, you know, when they find out who it is and or decide to let us know. Um, but my whole thing is, it's like, because of what I just said, 
like it's an inside job. Mm. You know what I mean? Like somebody there had to do it. And today they went ahead and like all 43 drivers or whatever got together. They all pushed this car up. You know, it took the selfie, yada, yada, yada. They're all standing in solidarity. But to me, the only thing that sticks out, like stands out in my mind is like it's an inside job or, you know, like a law enforcement person. Because you guys know how I feel about law enforcement and these white mm-hmm. supremacist groups. <clears throat> like they never, they never, you never, like they, they don't, they don't charge their own. You know what I mean? Obviously. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm, I, I, you know, he's the only, he's the only black NASCAR driver on the main circuit. Mm. You know, had Richard Petty had his boss come out and stand with him today and all that, but in, in the sport that. Honestly, I would get into if it wasn't for the fan base or the stigma. You get what I'm saying? Like, a lot of my friends go to go, have gone to the races for years. I used to, you know, when I worked at Bahama Breeze um, as a server, I had a lot of friends. I would go to the Daytona 500, and it, it was a big deal because, uh, you know, they 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 try to get tickets in in the pit, like in the middle or whatever. And if not, you know, it's there. And, and everyone says how much of a cool experience it is. I would not. I, I feel like I wouldn't have that cool of an experience. Nope. You know, if, if I was there with all those, you know, number one, with Confederate flags flying around everywhere and just knowing how yep. how these people feel towards someone that looks like me, just trying to enjoy the sport and have a good time. Yep. I I, I feel the same exact way, man. I felt like not that I didn't like watching cars race, you know, like uh, like Formula One, like whenever it's on the it's on the TV and stuff like that. I like, you know, that that stuff looks cool to me. But, I, you know, I never got into it, but, I, I you know, I'd watch it. But but uh, my wife's family lives in Homestead and there's a track out there. Yeah, it's big yeah. Homestead. And yeah. they yeah. And they and they have, um you know, pretty big, you know uh races down there sometimes and you know i just thought of it like man it would be kind of cool to see it one day because you can hear it you can hear the cars you know you can hear the the noise of the engines and stuff and i'm like wow that's pretty impressive and um but i just felt like it was never you know like i definitely that's something that's very in the front of my mind about nascar is you know like i'm probably not gonna be welcome there or i'm not gonna feel comfortable there you know, and um, I mean, that's just what it is. I mean, I, I know like Confederate flags are flying everywhere and, um, you know, like you see it, you know, but I just never I, you know, I thought it was just in my mind. I, I was never really interested. So it wasn't like something I'm like, oh, I, you know, it wasn't something that like, you know, garnered any like anger in, in, inside of me. I'm just like, whatever, like I'm not interested in any in it anyway. So, you know, they could do whatever they want. But I just felt like maybe if somebody or, you know on a on a random occasion like if i wanted to buy a ticket and take my son or take you know my dad or something um i i would think twice about it because i'm just like oh you know it's not like a sport for for anybody else i just feel like it's kind of almost like a open it's not even like a secret it's like yeah it's it's for like white racist people i don't know i just always felt that way i worked with a guy um at when i used to work at another hospital really nice guy and he's like yeah man if you ever want to go 
you know, I, I'll tell you all about it. Like, you know, because he was really into it, into the stats and all the, you know, like the qualifying. And I mean, he knew all about it, you know, and so he would follow it. And um, and he's like, yeah, if you want to, I'll take you. And he was super welcoming and stuff. And I'm like, you know, damn, that that, you know, that sounded like like something I would be interested in doing. But the fact that I felt like he was actually probably like, you know, Confederate flag waving kind of person because he would always like wear. I would see like a shirt that he had with the Confederate flag like under underneath his scrubs. And I'm just like, you know, I know he's wearing the Confederate flag, so I kind of know where he stands. But I mean, he was nice enough to like invite me. And so but I, I'm like, nah, I can't go to a NASCAR race. I feel like the only like, uh, you know, Uncle Tom or something. I, I don't know. Or like a sore thumb. You mean you'll stick out like a sore thumb? Stick yeah. Out like a sore thumb indeed. Yeah. Or or like, you know, endorsing like, you know, their racism. My... You know, like they're flying. They're flying these flags and they're like, oh, see, like we have, you know, a brown guy here, you know, and, and he's Stop okay racist. with it. Yeah, he's okay with it. You know what I mean? And it's like, yeah, in any other circumstance, you know, you, you know, they would probably not be like, yeah, you're all welcome. You know, I don't know. I just always felt that way. I'm, I'm probably wrong about it. But now the fact I mean, that they no, found I, don't a think, noose, I don't think you're wrong at all. They found a noose in, in the guy's freaking like yeah, uh, in garage there. In his garage. I mean, wow. Wow. Like, come on, man. He's the only black uh driver, a driver yeah. right yeah yeah i don't know <clears throat> yeah nah i wouldn't i remember um because you mentioned homestead and um like back in like early 2000 i'm gonna say 2004 that's back when uh because i remember because i worked that race i worked the homestead race because i was doing like brand ambassador i don't know if you guys remember you guys remember dallas Went to OHS with us? Mm. Dallas? Beg? No. Damn, man. I, I didn't want to say it's full government. Yeah, my bad. Um, no, but it wasn't him. That's what I'm so, saying. Like, I mean, I don't care. Dallas Smith. Uh, nah, mm. not really. No, man. barely. I, well, barely anyway, right anyways, like, I used to work with him um, when we did um, the Gear Up program, right? And, Gear uh, Up. Oh, man. I did Yeah, Gear yeah. So I did the gear up program with him. And at one point he was telling me like, you know, like on the weekends, he does like brand ambassador stuff to make more money. Zach so I was like, Roach look at Dallas Begg with his long curly hair. What? Did he have long curly hair? He did, ha he, he did have, he did have long curly hair. Yeah. He looked like the lead singer from, from, uh, from Rage Against the Machine almost. Yeah. I know exactly so I don't know. What talking about. He was mad. He was like one of the nicest guys ever. Yes. Yes, I know. I know. I remember Dallas now. Yes. Yes. Oh my yes. gosh. That, yeah. That. Yeah. Yeah. No, I know. Now I remember curly nice, hair. Yeah. Curly. Yes. Like, like he would have like long curly hair. Yes. <laughs> Yo, that guy was so cool, man. He was like one of the nicest people ever. Yes. He was so, like, um, I think he was like, I, like if I, he, I think he was just always high. Like, right? Like, he was just that nice. Like, he, he was like always super nice. Like, I remember uh, as an aside, um, yeah, people don't know like the Gear Up program was like a, like a, there's like a tutoring program, right? Sponsored through yeah, Valencia Community College. And, and, uh, you would help like go to high schools and help like kids at risk 
um, for dropout and stuff and, and who weren't doing well, like you would go in there and, and help them tutor them, mentor them and, and try to get them, you know, on better paths or whatever. But Dallas, I remember one time he was, um, we went to OHS with him. And I remember like one of the last years, he said something that kind of got, got, got me. And it stayed, it stayed with me all these years. And he's like, yeah, man. He's like, um, um, yeah, I'm going to miss high school. And I'm like, for real? I'm like, what high school senior says that? And he's like, yeah, when else are you going to be around so many other of your peers? And he said it so like, so like nicely, you know? And I'm like, I'm like, are you high? <laughs> and he probably was. But Dallas, yes. Dallas was like one of the nicest dudes. Well, anyways, he's the one who got me into it, right? Like the whole uh, brand ambassador thing. So, okay. So we, so I did it and we worked that race um, that weekend in November. But like I said, it was right around the time of the malice of the palace. That's why I remember it so vividly. And we went to that track and um, yo, never have seen so many like Confederate flag shirts, Confederate flag hats, tattoos. I mean, you name it, bro. And I mean, I was there to do a job to get paid. You know what I'm saying? So I wasn't like acting all kinds of shady, but man, it was definitely like, yo, this is what NASCAR is all about. Mm, they can have that. It's, right. It's if, if people don't remember what the what the uh malice at the palace was, <clears throat> I'll refresh their memory real quick. It was the uh, St. John's University, go ahead, player. It was the Indiana Pacers uh against the Detroit Pistons, and it was that game where uh, somebody threw like a cup at Ron Artest while he was on the scores table and then uh, all the players went ham and just started throwing just haymakers into the crowd and everything like that. So if y'all don't right, know, right. please look it up because it's got some classic footage of Steven Jackson. That's and right, baby. <laughs> Yo, and it's Steven Jackson running up in there and just going ham bone on everybody or, or Jermaine O'Neal running to punch somebody in the Face. Yeah, that guy bowed up on him though. That guy squared up on him first. We we all saw the video. Yeah, and the guy yeah. the guy flexed on him and 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 and, and bowed up and looked like he was gonna do something. I mean, and he got folded, bro. Jermaine O'Neal, six foot eleven, two hundred and like seventy pounds. And he's a professional athlete. <laughs> People, that part. Listen, at least my man did. I'm I'm I, I so so I I had a podcast with Doug Gabriel. Um, a couple podcasts ago, former true that, former true that. professional NFL player, okay, like wide receiver, six. I, I used him in fantasy a couple of times. Yeah, couple of weeks. bro, trust me, I remember. I remember those days. It's crazy, and uh, even <laughs> even like in not playing shape, like removed from the game, the strength that these guys have is just like you know a professional athlete has. It's just like insane to to think that you would go up and try to flex on a on a guy that's a foot taller than you <laughs> and he's, Yo, at, the, he's think, at the top of his game right now you know what i mean that's you think that you reflect on someone whose job it is to be in tip-top shape oh yeah my. that's oh his yeah. job but uh um, yeah. oof but yeah but uh not to get not to get sidetracked um that was a mouse at the palace everybody but um, yeah, I this this the you know we're, we're in 2020, and you know you would think these like scare tactics, these intimidation tactics, 
um, are are just beneath one, you know, at this point, especially in a professional setting. Cause I, I mean, even though it's NASCAR, this is still a professional sport, you know, like millions of billions of dollars go into this sport. How does, yeah. how does something like that, <sighs> like how does something like that even happen? You know? And, and, and... I mean, personally, I, I feel sorry for whoever, hung that noose because it's like you had to do that shit in secret you know what i'm saying and now like everybody sees it and nobody nobody's got nobody's phased by that to the point where they're like oh we need to bring back the the confederate flag or even to where like bubba wallace is like intimidated and it's like you know what i'm not gonna race nah fuck that you want to hang that little noose fine you go right ahead but you're the bitch in that situation if you ask me right yeah i mean i i was talking to my wife about it uh, shout out to Marge. Um, and she was saying like that, what? the same thing, the same thing that you were saying, it's all about like, it, you know, it being kind of like, it has to be somebody within like, you know, NASCAR, you know, and, and that there's a lot of footage, there's a lot of um, cameras and there's, there's uh, badges that need to be used and, and um, that they're, they're, you know, that there's like a, an actual concern and maybe a little bit of, of, uh, of um, rumors going around that we we might have like a a, a Jesse uh, small Smollett uh, oh yeah yeah situation <laughs> juicy Smollett no juicy I, that, Smollett. That, that that wouldn't that wouldn't happen in this uh, in this situation you know what I mean like in with, with this I don't think um like Bubble Wallace is is you know it's not the kind of person. That yeah. would, like want to fake this he's not an actor you know what I mean or anything like that no I don't think I don't I mean I don't think he would I just I don't know like anything about it but there was definitely that there was like a, a little bit of a, a rumor going around about that and um and I'm like oh. and, and that's why but, we all hate that Jesse Smollett situation you know yeah what a punk ass bro what a punk ass Bitch, Jesse <laughs> Smollett. Yo, 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 yo he, he fucked up the game for everybody. That, exactly. Because yeah. he, you know, he got written off of the show. And then on top of that, people stopped watching the show to where now it's canceled. Damn. Yep. Yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know all that. I never watched the show, but. Uh, I watched I watched the first episode and I was like, they could keep that. <laughs> it's like, it was mad corny. I could you not get past the first I think episode. I'd be, be giving shows a chance. Yeah, no, nah, I, I, I give them a chance like on the like the previews. Yeah, like if you don't get me on the preview, <laughs> you don't even step you in the room. Huh? No, I, yeah, you lost, I, yeah, I got lost. into it. <laughs> it was uh, um, Empire. Oh shit! Oh yeah, was it Empire? Empire. I never saw it. Yeah, yeah, no. yo, but but so Empire. so so I, I'm thinking like you know they're gonna ban whoever it is for life from from NASCAR. They have to, but yeah, that's what they said. Oh man, I, I mean, like, but it's one of their own. They already know. That's the thing. It's gotta be, unless it's a cop. Yeah. You know what I mean? Unless it's one of the cops that went in there and, and thought he was, you know, whatever, Mister. And honestly, I wouldn't put it past them either. That's the thing. Yo, it's Talladega, Alabama, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't put it past the law enforcement officials that are in there, that are just like, oh yeah, you know what? Bump that. I get in there. I can get in there. They can they they can sneak it in whatever somehow, you know, and no one's gonna question a a police officer walking around for the most part, 
No one. No one's gonna question a cop walking around in uniform. I mean, I don't. Yeah. I wouldn't. You know what? Unless. Yeah. I mean, I'd imagine it's probably like uh, somebody unsuspecting, maybe like a security guard doing rounds or a cleaning person that that's just like completely unsuspecting, you know? And they just like. I don't. It was quiet, and there was nothing, no one around. But I'm like, you got to know that there's cameras, and I heard that. That I don't know if this is true or not. Um, but I, I I I heard that he didn't want to report it, but one of his teammates reported it. Yeah, he, he and even though that there wasn't a crime it. committed, that yeah. they're still going to investigate. Well, no, he he didn't see it. It was one of his teammates that saw it, and they got to mm. it first and they reported it. And I mean, it, it it's a you you have to report something like that. Yeah, but she that's the thing, man. You got to be an idiot because again, you're fucking up your money. You went ahead, you did that. Now they're gonna figure out who you were, and then boom. If if you were a third party person, now that company's not gonna be able to get good business for a hot minute because your dumbass decided to do this. If you were law enforcement, same thing, the whole stigma. No, that- it don't matter. They'll go he'll get hired at the next town over. And then he'll have his KKK clan buddies get him a GoFundMe like they did with the cops from Minnesota. <sighs> Uh, I can't um, even argue with that one. I like to be the devil's advocate, but so I'm telling you, that's why, that that's why I'm yeah. telling you. I'm telling you, these cops, boy, are like a uh, GoFundMe. People don't understand how deeply embedded, like you know, white the, the, these white supremacist groups are in our law enforcement agencies. They they yeah. want to like turn a blind eye to it and pretend like no, because they might think it's one person. Listen, like the nicest guy. Could be like the the head of their fucking, you know, the like yeah. meeting group or whatever. You know what I mean? Like their 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 division or whatever. Like like, but that's because yeah. he knows how to play the game. Wow. And that's yeah. what, and that's how they are. Like that's the ultimate. You know, and, and I and 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 at the risk of sounding like some maniac, I hate. You know, I I don't I don't like saying this, but coming from another from 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 a different culture. Cause I'm, 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 you know, like let's not get it twisted. A lot of people out there. I'm first generation American. Like nobody in my family was born in this country. I was the first person out of everyone. My cousins, my every, every like I'm the first person born in this country. And a lot of things growing up that our parents, you know, probably told all of us were like, "Hey, man, watch out for like, you know, like white people," to a certain extent. I, I and I and I hate to say it like that, but it's like, yeah, they you know they're they're really nice to you, to your face, but you know the the minute you're gone, it's it's like it's a whole different story. Yeah. Mm. And, and and unfortunately, you know, I got that. You know, it's not like you know being racist towards them or anything like that, but it's like, hey, man, it, it the only reason it, it was like a warning because it's like they don't like you already for your color and who you are. And because you sound different than they do. So even though they're going to be nice to your face, they're still going to do things behind your back that are going to hold you back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you know, what's interesting, uh, the other day I was talking to my to my older brother, Manny, and um, he was like... Uh, Shout out to Manny. Manny, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> he was like... Um, yeah. So he, he, my he, my wife was talking to, to him, and, and they were like, oh, yeah, you, you're... you're your husband had the police called on him since he was a little kid. And I was like, I, man, I don't even remember that. 
And uh, and, and it just dawned on me. Yeah, man, we had a racist neighbor when we used to live in Brooklyn. And um, she was this German lady. And um, she was, I don't know what it was, man. She just, we, we used to share a, like a, a driveway. Um, and uh, and so like, it was kind of like an alleyway and it led to, to three driveways in the backyard. One, I think two of them were theirs and one was ours. And so, you know, we would play in the backyard, you know, it was like a shared space and we were kids. And so um, I guess she, she didn't like that. And if we were being too noisy, they would call the police on us. And, um, you know, several times the police would come over and they're like, uh, yeah, we got a noise complaint. And my dad's like, what? Um, yeah, there's a noise complaint, you know, coming from the back. And I'm like, you know, first of all, it's like Brooklyn. Okay. Like <laughs> there's noise everywhere. Uh, but then, then, you know, we, he found out it was us and playing in the backyard. And he's like, Those, yeah, they're my kids. They're, they're playing in the backyard. No big deal. Anyways. So nothing like it was like a regular occurrence. She, anything that, that we did, anything that she didn't like. She would call the police. What and then the I remember one time, that? nothing. They would just, you know, nothing. They would just leave. They would just come and knock on our door. But I mean, it's, it's, you know, it's just the idea that, you know, of her calling the police. And it's the look. For People something are so like, silly. Yo, the cops are at the door. Get yeah, of course. Yeah, of joke. course. But I mean, in Brooklyn, it wasn't like a, an odd thing to see. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, but so anyways, right. uh, it, it actually give you a little bit of street cred too. Like, oh shit, the cops being called to the house. Yeah, yeah, we ain't um, messing with them. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so one day my 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 dad was was talking to it to one of my uncles, and he's like, um, and me and my 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 younger brother Ariel uh were standing you know next to the table, and my dad's telling my uncle the story, and he's like, Yeah, so next time you know she does that, you know what you should do, right? Um when when she oh oh because uh, my bad, I I, I skipped the part. She would take pictures of us. And show the police of what we were doing in the backyard. And it was mostly like nothing, like riding our bike, playing with like a tennis ball or any like, you know, kid, things that kids do. And so my sure uncle was like, the next time she does that, the next time she does that, what you guys want to do is pull your pants down and, you know, and moon her, you know. And, and me and my brother were like, okay, you know. And so we, we went downstairs, we went to the backyard and we were just playing like we normally do. And sure is like, yo, like clockwork. What she, she opens up the her, window, like, Kodak. Like... No, no, it was like she would come up like the, her third third story window. You would hear, and then she would come out with a Polaroid camera and uh, start snapping pictures of us. And um, and you know, me and my brother assumed the position, and she snapped the picture of us. And yo, like five <laughs> minutes later, knock on the door. Police were there, and the police have this Polaroid in their hand with these two little. <laughs> Like two little kids' asses. No way. <laughs> on Polaroid, bro. No and way. And he's like, "Sir, are these your children?" Yo, me and my brother, like, oh, we turned pale white, bro. We ran upstairs, <laughs> hid yeah, under our beds, bro. Like we ass, thought we were gonna bro. be arrested. Yo, my dad was cracking up. I could hear him like oh. downstairs. Like, <laughs> I thought we were gonna. I thought we were in trouble, but and my uncle was still there, so he was like, I, they were like cracking up after the police left. And somebody was like, Dan, do we have that photo? I was like, nah, man, I don't know what they, who knows what they did with that photo. <laughs> I don't know if they returned it to the old lady or what. But... That's, yeah, bro. So that's we were hilarious. getting the police called on since we were little kids, man. It's crazy. That is hilarious. Oh, yeah, my man. goodness. America. I think that's, a, that's one of the big misconceptions that people have or that people push. You know what I mean? That, you know, it's not racist north of the Mason Dixie line. And it's like, nah, fam. 
is just as racist up oh, there yeah. as it yeah, is no. down here. You know. Yeah. Absolutely, I agree. I remember um, that you lived in Brooklyn. I remember growing up. Whenever we would visit, you know, from Montreal and go to Brooklyn, I remember there was one summer when, like, um, and I, I'm and I'm guessing it was the summer when that kid got killed in Howard Beach, that black kid. And mm. um, yo, we went over there, and our family didn't let us go nowhere. Like they didn't let us go nowhere without them being around. You know what I mean? And it was like, damn. And it was just like, yeah, you know, they killed this black kid, blase, blase, black, just for being in Howard Beach, yo. Yeah, so, yeah. There's there's like those little pockets of, you know, the Russian, Italian pockets, Jewish pockets, Puerto Rican, Jamaican pockets, like all throughout Brooklyn, like different different areas. Um, so maybe he was he was in an area that, you know, wasn't typically like uh wherever he maybe he wasn't from that area or I don't know, but don't still still not still no reason to kill somebody, but hell no. But there, there are racist people out there. Oh, yeah. And we're starting to see that for sure. Um, now more than ever, especially with this cheese puff in office. But, cheese um, puff. Yeah, he's a clown. Um, yeah, hopefully they get to the bottom of this. They find whoever put that noose in his garage. They get rid of him. I, I, you know, hopefully this person either learns from their mistakes or you know, it's just a scumbag, and I hopefully they get what they deserve. But yeah, I'm I'm definitely interested to see who it's gonna be. It should it should be like an open and shut case. They should know yeah. who did it like pretty quickly. But uh, you know, I'm I'm kind of I, I like the what they did. You know what what all the other NASCAR drivers did, and that show solidarity and stuff like that was really cool. That that was like a a nice moment for him. Like he didn't even you know I think he placed like 14th or something like that. Um, yeah, he plays. And, yeah, yeah that's but he, still he good. was. It was like a still a win for him, you know, like uh, like a huge moment yeah. in in NASCAR and and definitely for him and his career. And as the only like black driver, like this guy's, you know, definitely like a a, a trailblazer, you know. In, in yeah. the and I think it's it's attracting a lot of like people that are you know never ever wanted to be a part of NASCAR. Like it's at least piquing an interest. Like oh maybe. Maybe yeah, maybe I can actually go to a show or to a to a race now, you know, um, and not feel like I'm completely like you know ostracized or unwelcomed. Yeah, I think because um, I had a coworker who um, basically spoke out once it was announced that um, you know that NASCAR was banning the 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 Confederate flag, and she was basically saying she was basically saying that you know she's she's a racing fan and that she does formula one races and stuff like that, but she never goes to the NASCAR stuff because she's been to a NASCAR race and she just didn't feel welcome with all the imagery there. You know what I mean? And you know, it's understandable. People don't have to say much, you know what I'm saying? But once you see certain symbols, you already know what time it is. I mean, like you're not going to ask a Holocaust survivor or a Jewish person, you know, (laughs) Let's go hang out at this place that they're flying Nazi flags at. Exactly. <laughs> like, give me a break. You know, you don't see statues of Hitler for a reason. Like, and 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 it's we nobody forgot what happened. Just, you know, nope. there's no like we don't have any statues of any Nazi people, and we remember the Holocaust. Trust yep. me. You know what I mean? Like, we know what's good, what happened, and stuff like that. So these people that are saying 
it's erasing history and yada 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 by taking on these monuments. Like I'm gonna tell you something right now. I don't even think you read books in the first place. Second, like you know, why, nobody has like any monuments to losers and people that were like traitors to their country. Nope. So I, you know, this whole heritage bullshit. Let's just please toss it out the window. If you got an issue with yeah, it, like... we can meet in the streets and we can scrap. <laughs> I'm telling you right now. I'm, yeah, I'm, bro. I'm at a point with like I have zero tolerance for anybody at this point now with any of their nonsense, you know, nonsensical thinking. Because yeah, unfortunately, I, I feel like it's getting there, man. I, um, bro, it, it the is. Dave Chappelle, the Dave Chappelle stand up. If, if if people haven't watched it, highly recommended. It. It's it's a short one, but it's not really a stand up. It's more of like just his his um kind of like his statement on on the George Ugh. Floyd situation, and uh, it's super powerful and, and kind of somber. Not you know he had some like couple funny moments there, but um but it was ne- definitely not like a stand up in the traditional sense. And um you know he he mentioned that like you know people have tried to peacefully protest, you know, and, um, it wasn't, you know, and, and it wasn't always, even if they peacefully protested, it wasn't always peaceful. Like people, you know, there was bloodshed and even, even Gandhi, you know, when he was nonviolent protesting, they killed people were getting clubbed over the head. Yeah. People getting clubbed over the head. Like it was bloody, you know, there's one violent side, but there was one nonviolent side. Um, and so, um, you know, I think, I think, yeah, like uh, people have nonviolently protested here for a long time now, you know, since forever. And so I think people are getting tired of that. And I'm, I'm afraid that people are just getting very kind of frustrated and not seeing any results. And there's only so much people can take before a group of, of people feel, you know, there, unheard and, there's just and lash no, out. There's just no wiggle room for me. I don't, you know, and I, I don't, I mean, I don't think just for me, but there's just no wiggle room in the sense, like, we can't disagree on racism. You know, we, right. we can't disagree on, on, on like prejudices like that. Like, you, you know, we, we can't disagree on, uh, like, obviously, like, don't, don't, don't play stupid. You know, I, I, people, in the south are so patronizing <laughs> i feel like yeah you know and 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 to a certain point it's like listen like i don't care how nice you're trying to be about this just because you're you know like just because you're really nice doesn't mean two plus two is five like you could say two plus two is five as nice as you want it's still like it's wrong so you're going to be wrong about this racism issue. You're going to be wrong about, you know, thinking anybody that looks different from you is a lesser human being. Like, just get over it, acknowledge it, and get over it. That's all we're asking. So, yeah, you know, it's insane that you don't even want to, like, acknowledge it. Some people are still trying to defer. Like, well, well but this, uh, well, but that. Uh, no, it wasn't. The Civil War wasn't about slavery. It was about economics. Yeah, and we said it last time with Ross. Yeah, the economics that were built on the backs of slave slave labor, <laughs> free labor. That's what you're talking about. Yeah. So you know, whatever, man. Um, yeah, I think I think people mistake like being racist for saying racial things. You know, like no, like uh, you know, 
um <laughs> I, I see what you're doing i can't hear you know like it doesn't matter what you say i see i see what you do um what, what's yeah. there, there's a there's a quote like pay attention to what they do rather than what they say um mm -hmm. and um yeah man i'm just like you know like some people just like oh you think i'm a racist because i agree with this person i'm like no not because you agree with this person but what the person is saying is racist <laughs> you know the part the, the the fact that you agree with them doesn't matter the, what they're saying is is racist you know and and um and that's that's the, what what what's important but but you know it's it's um you know people do racist things like it's subtle and and we experience it and then we say it and then people are like oh you know no like that's you know like you're misunderstanding or this that and the other. i'm like you oh you're gonna tell me right like what what my racist experience should be like like <laughs> you know what i mean you like, like this, i am telling you that i didn't that didn't make me feel good you know and then you're just gonna be like nah you know nah you're you're, you're wrong you know and i'm like well okay so if you're not gonna like believe me you know then then we can't even we can't even agree to that right like the, no nah, man conversation's there's no, over there's no common ground yeah and so yeah, so I feel like that's what it is. A lot of people just dis discounting all these experiences that everybody's having. Um, Joe Rogan, I don't know if you guys saw this clip of Joe Rogan. Um, I hate that guy. I, I've never been a fan, man, and I've always had reservations, and people love this guy, man. No, no, no. They people, love this certain guy. Certain people love this guy. Yo, and I, I never, I never, like, you know, my he has podcasts way too long. They were like four hours long. I could only listen maybe to like first 30 minutes and I was just already, I lost interest. And, um, well, and, and I'm just like, to it on DMT? Yeah. <laughs> no, I have not. No, no. Bro, I'm just kidding. That's <laughs> not, nah, but I'm sure it would be very much more interesting. But, um, but yeah, I mean, he had some, some interesting people on his show and whatever, like, but I just never liked him personally because I just never found him like, I don't know. I always have my reservations about him. And then today I saw this clip where he's like, you know, they're they're chanting no justice, no peace. Well, they they arrested this guy and he's probably going to be in jail for the rest of his life. And I'm like, yeah, probably. Right. Probably. That's the that's the problem. Like and I'm like, dude, aren't you like, you know, it's not just about George Floyd. Right. It's about a whole bunch Thank of other you. people. Breonna Taylor, you. Um, Eric Garner, you name it. Trayvon Martin. I mean, come on, man. It's and and, and to hear him say that, like, uh, he, and then he's like, if you ask one of these protesters individually, they probably wouldn't tell you what they probably couldn't tell you what they wanted, like, you know. And I'm like, what are you talking about, bro? Like, how is this helpful, you know? And and I, I just, I'm just like, that's bro, why he, I never like this guy. All, all he wants. That's why, because he he's a jackass. He's like the new Alex Jones. Dana yeah. whitewash his his head his mind and uh he's he's like uh the new alex jones he just wants to engage man that meme what's that meme that you sent me which one about the guy that just wants to engage this probably oh yeah oh, that, the new age. Oh. yeah yeah it's like a it's like a white guy like hi i'm i'm a I'm a white dude who likes to play devil's advocate because other people's struggles are theoretical to me. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's fun to debate their right to equality. While we're here, I would like to center uh, my voice and perspectives about a cause uh, 
that means nothing to me. <laughs> yeah, let's engage. Yeah, but it's true, man. It's true. Yeah, it's true. Like, like yeah, guys like that, you know, because he doesn't have any skin in the game. Number one, and then number two, it's not something that matters to him. You know what right. I'm saying? It's something that matters to him. That's why you're able to say something like, "Well, this guy's been arrested." And let's see what happens. No, because it's not just about, like you said, it's not just about George Floyd. You know what I mean? There are so many that we could run down. And again, if you just think that it's about this one specific, there are so many other injustices going on within this country that are that need to be addressed. That's what it's about. And um, you know, I'm preaching to the choir, but yeah, yeah. that's that's exactly so. And unfortunately. I mean, like, like, like I've said before to you guys, I've done arguing with people about that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'll take you to task, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to. Uh, I'll take you to task, especially if you come out on some. I'm not racist, but you know what I'm saying. Or don't mm-hmm. take what I'm saying. Yeah, I'll take you to task on that, but I'm not going to try and justify. You know what I mean? Why I should be looked at as a whole human being? Right. Yeah. I mean, like the fact that you even have to, like explain that to anybody is is just yeah. mind-boggling to me and then the other I'm thing sure. is like the ju- it, there's the justice issue like there's so many police officers that have been let off after these horrific things i mean yep. george zimmerman you know he's not a police officer but you know just a regular dude just a regular like signing skittles yeah. bags yo that's crazy man what and then and then bag. i even saw i saw you know uh some some guy like trying to diminish the whole george floyd protest um by posting something about some kid i forgot his name in tampa that was um that some cops kneeled on his on his neck and and he he died yeah the guy died they and should it, be it's even more camera. outraged then right and that there was no outrage but then that that it happens to george floyd and there's like you know the protest all over the place and i'm like yeah like definitely that that's that's in in that's unjust. But the police officers in that case were arrested right away. But you know mm. what happened? Right? They were released. Like, I think it was like three months later, put back on the job. Those guys are working in Tampa right now. And I'm just like, that's 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 the problem. You know, like this whole rotten apples, you know, you know, few few bad apples in the batch or whatever. Um, it, you know, argument. Like you could say, oh yeah, there's there's ba- bad apples in everything, right? But yeah, what about what about uh, accountability right like that's that's i think what yeah what, and, to and me speaking of is the accountability accountability speaking of accountability what i heard and what i saw online and i'll look this up later but um the buffalo cops that shoved that 75 year old man to the ground scot free really jesus <laughs> yeah man I'm not even I'm not even like skate scot free yeah like it's like it is what I don't even know I don't know what happened but I I saw online I saw, saw something that said like yeah they're 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 not gonna get charged with anything or whatever it's dismissed yeah but you know I I, I think I think um you know you guys have probably <laughs> spoken about yeah. this on the other podcast to death um before uh before we wrap this up. I, I, you know, to end it kind of on a lighter note, um, I tried Wendy's breakfast. <laughs> I didn't even know that. And I, I don't know, I don't know if have you guys, Ross, have you tried Wendy's breakfast yet or no? No, I didn't even know they had breakfast, bro. Oof. 
Mark, have you tried no. it yet or no? No, I have not. Like, oh. I remember Bernardo mentioning yeah. it <laughs> yes. in, in the chat. And yes. then I was like, um, I didn't know they had their breakfast. And he's like, yo, their breakfast is the the bomb. And I'm like, okay, shit. And he's, he, he ain't lying. Really? really? I can't believe I'm What's saying this. But uh, so I I, I tried the, uh, the chicken biscuit that they have. Whatever it is. I don't know the name oh, of it. But, okay. yo, that, I mean... I, okay. It, it, it rivals Chick Fil A breakfast chicken biscuit. Oh, it rivals homophobic Chick Fil A. Yes, and I'll tell you right now, <laughs> as much as you know, I hate giving money to Chick Fil A. That breakfast, that Chick Fil A breakfast, yeah. is solid sometimes, man. And I, and it's, oh my goodness, I just I and I every bite I take, I just feel shame and remorse. But, <laughs> you know, it is what it is. Nah, man. I don't. I usually do for breakfast. Uh, you know, Starbucks has this sandwich. It's the slow roasted ham and Swiss, and yo, that's my jam every single time. If I can get the slow roasted ham and Swiss sandwich from Starbucks, Starbucks, holler at your boy for some endorsements, bro. It comes in a plastic bag, and they just throw it in the microwave. I don't care. It's delicious. Uh, it's deli- I love. That's my uh, favorite sandwich. No, uh, but that's my. That's like. But it's quick. You know, it's a quick one, and then I get my coffee, and I'm, I'm and I'm out. Other than that, I, I'll go to like Kiki's. I'll pass by Kiki's and and pick up something Yo, from Kiki's like an legit. omelet. Yeah. Yeah. Legit. Yeah. I I I mean. So, so I mean, so is uh, how the potatoes? Because I'm a potato feed. The, yo, the listen, the potatoes at Wendy's are are great. They're like these potato wedge fries, these potato wedges, but they're like breakfast. No, don't breakfast laugh. This is important. Listen, all I'm saying is Wendy's, and then their sausage. They they got like the sausage uh, egg and cheese thing that comes on like a like this. I don't know what kind of croissant looking brioche bun hold on hold on hold on hold on it comes is it better so because i know burger king got a joint on a croissant nah yeah burger king that's just sloppy listen burger king sloppy i love burger king but do you really bro burger king is yo the whopper is my jam bro i i but you got the. Your but it's just King. it depends on the spot. Like it, yes. you know, like there's a couple sloppy spots. You know, you got your Burger King is good in Hunter's Creek. That's a good Burger King. Nah, still. hell no. Not, what? Not now. Yeah, <laughs> Yo, bro, they sloppy. They sloppy. I'm, yeah, I'm putting it on. I'm putting it on the record. Uh. I'm going on the record. I'm saying Hunter's Creek Burger King need to get their act together because they're <laughs> slacking. Yo, I'm like, uh, yo, yeah. I'm gonna tell you like this. I, when I first moved to these United States of America, we discovered a place called the Waffle House. Oof. Mm. And when I went to Waffle House, I got the hash browns. And I was like, yeah, I guess I'll just have the hash browns. And then Shorty was like, how do you want them? I was like, what do you mean? She said, we have them smothered. We have them covered. We have them chunked. We have them diced. We have them peppered. I was like, yo, my mind was blown, son. My mind was blown. So if you say the potatoes are legit, I'm going to have to compare them to the Waffle House hash browns. I, okay. I mean, they're not hash browns, but they, the, I, I, I don't know. They seasoned them. Listen, Wendy's knows, Wendy's is doing a great job right now for breakfast <laughs> because these are these are my like my breakfast spots are bakery plus number one always bakery plus right here on michigan like 
in in, in Orlando, not Michigan. Yeah, we need to start. We need to start capitalizing off these endorsements. Carry on. Yeah, yo, yeah, for real. Uh, we, I don't think that many people listen to us yet. <laughs> yeah, listen, all five of them. Uh, a dozen, a dozen of our listeners. And three of them are right here. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, Bakery Plus by far has the best breakfast. Then I found the spot on the other side. It's on uh, on Curry Ford, I believe, is that, that road over there. Oh, that's too far from me, bro. What is it or called? Is it Conway? Though? Is it Conway or Curry Ford? No, it's Curry Ford because Conway's going to the barbershop. Curry Ford is right where I'm at. Yo, they... The Daybreak Diner. Hold on, what is it called? Daybreak Diner. Yo, I swear I heard you said the date rape. Nah, 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 nah. No sublime song. <laughs> Yo, is it open after diner. hours? Dun, 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 dun. No. <laughs> okay, the Daybreak Diner. Okay, yeah. tell me more about Daybreak Diner. All I gotta sir. say is their breakfast sandwiches. I mean, so so they'll you know they give you the egg. They ask how you want the egg. I usually get a sausage, egg, and cheese on a biscuit. Their biscuits are the best biscuits I've ever had. Biscuits and gravy to top it on top. I mean, just on top. It's it's amazing. It's so I would say Daybreak Diner, Bakery Plus, and Wendy's right now. Wow! Damn, Wendy's is that good? <laughs> Yo, that's so up good. there with the day day date rape diner. Day break. Yeah. Day break. So my, my, Day top, break. my top uh, breakfast spots are uh, probably Kiki's um, uh, first watch. We go there a lot. And um, and then what's the other one? I think it's called the Briar's Patch in Winter Park. Um, only because they, they have they have liquor, but the food is really good. But but you could you could have like alcohol early in the morning. At um at, at Briar's Patch, it's all the way, but it, that's far. It's in Winter Park, and then uh, and then well, the First Watch is all all throughout. I think First Watch is there's, the one we go to. Is yeah, Dr. First Phillips. Watch is good. Yeah. All right, all right. My my spots, my spots would be. I like Kiki's as well. You know, say I think Kiki's is off the chain. There's a spot off of Osceola Park called the Metro Diner. Mm-hmm. On point. I think I know what you're talking about. Yo, they on point. I'm not even going front. Like I went to the Parkway and, and what? Like which by which... by the loop? Oh, okay. Damn, that's by me then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By the loop. And uh third spot, I mean, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to take it back to Montreal on that one. Mm-hmm. And uh a spot called Patisserie La Salle, which is basically a bakery. They had like the best croissants ever. So I'm mm-hmm. I'm, I'm or we could, oh, we could give, oh, we could give the, uh, we could give an honorable mention to the Golden Corral Breakfast Buffet because it changed my life the first time I went there too. <laughs> wow, wow, wow! <laughs> Yo, thirteen-year-old wow. Ross is ready to fight you over that, right? <laughs> changed my a, life. You know what? I'll give an honorable mention to whatever the spot was when I was in DR when I was like fifteen, <laughs> <laughs> and it was in Santo Domingo in the capital. <laughs> it was like downstairs somewhere, like from wherever we're staying at, but. Yo, the fresh squeezed orange juice was just like it, it threw it, it, it threw my world upside down. Mm. Chimi Chimi King Chimi King here in um off of OBT. On if you OBT, want if you yeah. want a Dominican breakfast, Chimi King is the spot. It's a Dominican oh, they do spot. breakfast. Yeah, and they got mango for for breakfast. Uh, uh, they, you you can get the mango con los tres golpes, which is um, fried eggs, um, cheese, fried cheese, and um, and uh, salamis. And salamis, mm. and they put some onions over the the mash uh, plantains, the mango. Yo. Yes, yes. 
But man, I might do that tomorrow. Actually, when I think about it, <laughs> Jimmy Kings, Jimmy Kings. I'm gonna wake up. I'm gonna wake up tomorrow and go to Jimmy Kings. I mean, you can Uber it. They do Uber Eats. Nah, it's too expensive, and you know, yeah, the local business loses out on money. So yeah, I'd rather just, you know, I could go pick it up or just good man, good man. But uh, man, it's a uh, it's a pleasure having you guys on as always. Yeah, man, damn, yeah, we've been trying to talk, do this for so long. We finally did. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. It was good. It was good business, yo. <laughs> yeah, it was good. Um, any 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 last shout outs for anybody, Ross? Yo, you already know. Just a fan, my wife, my children. I love them. That's it. Same, man. Same, same. Wife and kids. Happy uh, belated Father's Day to all the dads out there. To all the real dads. Yeah. And uh, that's that's it. Yeah, word. Um, Yeah, check me out. Check everything out on Saul's Life on Facebook. Uh, Saul underscore wall on Instagram. Solly D's on Twitter. And uh, I think that's pretty much it, man. Uh, shout out to uh, to the Juneteenth on Friday with Brandon. Oh, that was good. Drunk Black History. It was over a hundred people on that Zoom on that Zoom party. Word. Yo, so Marv, like... Next time we chat it up, I'll have to tell you about uh, Bobby Womack and Sam Cook, dude. Oof. Oh, yeah, we learned about <laughs> trifling. <laughs> Yeah, that's another. That's Word. something else. Yeah, that's gonna be. That's gonna be another. Another one because that's good. Yeah, man. I'll tell you this: Bobby Womack married um Sam Cook's widow seven, <laughs> seven widow. days after Sam Cook passed away. Number Whoa. one, two. Him and Sam Cook were in a group together. They were writing partners. Number three. Tell me how your man wore Sam Cook's suit at the wedding. Whoa! Yeah. <laughs> yes, Jesus Yo, you Christ. learned you learned all this and so much more. It was drunk like history. It was amazing. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, Jesus. But yeah, man. All right, but thanks for uh, all right, fellas. Thanks for everybody for uh, for listening and, and and checking us out. You know, like <laughs> and share, do all that good stuff. Um, but yeah, man, thanks guys for uh, stay safe, for man. No doubt, stay show, safe, show, everybody. Wear your mask. Wear your masks. Peace. Peace. Peace.